Welcome to Habit Masters. I'm Sheldon. I'm Jeff. This is going to be a good one today. There's this quote by BJ Fogg in his book, Tiny Habits, that Jeff and I have been obsessed with in the last few weeks. And, and this is the quote. It says, I change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad. So we're going to dig into this. We're going to try and unpack this. For me, it's just how many times, like, I, y'all get so frustrated when things aren't further along than we feel they should. Or you come up against the same old problem again, and you just, like, beat yourself against it. Right? I, I beat myself up on where I'm falling short rather than living in the game, right? And unfortunately, I'm afraid, maybe this is TMI, but I know that that harsh tendency to think that way about myself and my own mind translates to like my children, my relationships, my spouse. Right. And that scares me even more. Right. Well, so and how, and how you approach them. Yeah. In areas where you want them to improve. Exactly. Right? So yeah. instead of, of encouraging and praising, I, I fear that too often my only interaction is when I hear them doing something I don't want them to do or that they've done wrong. Right. Yeah. And it gets to the point where it's like, the only time you talk to your children is to like correct them or reprove them. It's like when your spouse, it's like they do all these things right. And that's just like normal. But then when they do something that doesn't meet your expectation, that's when you, you speak up, right? That That's a real fear for me. <laughs> yes. And it's a great example because I think also we want to answer the question during this episode is, is attitude everything? Because you've heard that a lot. Everyone's heard that, right? Attitude is everything. And the attitude you're taking towards your, your spouse, towards your kids, towards your friends, towards your colleagues, in whatever circumstances you're in, whatever skills you're trying to learn, whatever goals you're trying to achieve, we, we tend to focus on what's not going well. Like Sheldon's saying, we tend to focus on how far away we are from reaching our ultimate goal or how far away our children are from being the people we want them to be or how far we are away from becoming the people we want to be. So today, we want to answer that question. And we also want to help you live in this positive. Uh, we want you to live feeling good, right? Progress, <laughs> right. feeling good. Like I change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad, as BJ Fogg said. And that is how we should live. Everything we do is looking for the way that we can see the best in what's going on yeah. and measure our gain rather than our gap. As uh, Dan Sullivan likes to say in his book. But. Yeah, a little bit. So let's dig into both of these a little bit more. So attitude is everything, right? You, is it Paul J. Meyer who made that famous, right? Yeah. Attitude is everything. So what is attitude? Because we talked about this a lot. So is attitude like your emotions, like how you feel? We've wondered about this, but as we've been talking most recently and as we've been realizing over the years, Attitude is a choice, while emotions are often a result of circumstance or situations. Right? Yeah. Like, we'll wake you can't up. can't always control your emotions. You can't always control your emotions. You might be afraid of something. You don't have any reason why. We Emotions are something that are a little bit fickle. They come and they go. They're Same with motivation. Motivation is something that it comes in waves. Some days we feel amazing, like we could take on the world. And other days, we don't even want to get out of bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone's had that experience. So... Attitude, on the other hand, is something you choose regardless of the circumstances or feelings or emotions that you're having in the moment. And that's why what we like to say is, I don't know that attitude is everything is a yes or no answer. Like, it's not like it's true or it's false. 
it's a decision you make. Like yeah. attitude is taking control of the situation and turning it on its head. So if if you're afraid of something, it's being courageous anyway. And the way that you do that really is not just by sheer willpower because willpower wanes and it's not something you can rely on all the time either, right? <laughs> like as psychologists have discovered over and over again, like willpower is not something you can necessarily say like, all right, I'm just going to muster all my power. And you've, you've been in that moment where you've got something challenging in front of you that you want to do and you just can't get yourself to do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and you're overthinking it and you're thinking, ah, and then you end the day with this regret feeling like I didn't take the step I wanted to take today. So our goal really is to help you do that, to live in a state where anything you do is enough. Right. As long as it's positive momentum towards this bigger vision of your life and who you want to be. Oftentimes in my own routines, my own exercise routines, I'll feel like oh, I didn't quite do as much as I wanted to do. So then I leave this exercise feeling a negative feeling. And as we know, <laughs> BJ Fox said, right, I change best by feeling good. Like, and I build habits also by feeling good. Yeah. So if I'm feeling negative about something, I'm going to want to do it even less the next time. So we're way better off to do less and change our attitude towards what we're doing than we are to try and do more and feel like we didn't do it enough like we wanted. Is that too confusing? Did I just? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I think it's the power of momentum and the power of like positive emotion. And ironically, our attitude as we approach things differently, we see things differently. Ironically, it does affect our emotions, right? I change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad. You know, immediately in my mind, I'm like, so how do I do positive emotion for change rather than negative? emotion for change. And we've got a few things in here that we're going to talk about. The biggest one for us, I think, is celebrating the successes, right? Celebrating the wins. We tend to think like, oh, I can only celebrate when I have results, when I see this success. But most of our journey is in the pursuit of some goal. And that's where we need to be celebrating is like every little step we take, we can celebrate. For example, we have a mission with Habit Masters, right? We recently changed our podcast named Habit Masters, which isn't about us being Habit Masters, but more about helping other people master the art of building habits. And it's our mission to help 1 million people take daily action on their biggest dreams through small habits by January, 2027. So we really want to help people live their best life. So it's a big vision. We want to help a million people do this. And hopefully that spreads into millions of people. And it can feel like a lot of times we're not making progress there because obviously we haven't done that yet. <laughs> so sometimes these big goals, though they're great and they give you a clear destination of where you want to go. And it's vital to have those. If we fall into this negative habit pattern of thinking about things as like, oh, well, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. So instead, every episode we do, we celebrate. Every person we talk to about how to build habits in their lives, we celebrate. Every time we get together, and work on our course that we're trying to build, we celebrate. And instead of thinking, oh, I'm not there yet and constantly feeling in the gap, we're like, hey, we're making progress towards this greater mission. And it builds this momentum inside of us that helps us feel a positive attitude towards everything we're doing and empowers us to keep going. How often do we say we want something from somebody else, our spouse, our children, 
but you get so worked up about it. When they finally do it, you're still in the huff anyway. Like it doesn't really make it better, right? <laughs> what a, that is such a recipe for things staying the same or going worse, right? Like if if how you really the best way to help somebody change is to celebrate, to give them positive emotion and feelings for any movement toward what you want them to do, right? Even if it's teeny, even if it's tiny. Jeff, yeah. what's the story about in the Tiny Habits about the coffee? Yeah, so in Tiny Habits, he talks about this this guy who took his Tiny Habits course, and he was having struggles with his adult son who was just living in a state of overwhelm. Basically, he he lived at home, he played video games all day, and he just couldn't. For some reason, his emotional state was such that he couldn't hold the job, couldn't do anything, didn't clean his room, wouldn't do any of the things they asked him to do, and their relationship was really tense, and of course had all sorts of strife and conflict. So. At one point, one of the main things that he realized after taking this tiny habits course is like, okay, I need to approach my situation differently with my son. So there was one thing every morning that he realized was an area of contention and it was about the coffee maker. So his son would wake up and make coffee. And then by the time the dad got to the coffee maker, he would realize that the son hadn't cleaned out the little (laughs) filter thing that goes inside of it. And so he would walk by his room every morning and be like, Hey, you didn't clean the filter out. Da, 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 da. And, and his son would be like, whatever dad, like, you know, kind of this contentious way to start the day. So after taking this course, he decided I'm going to approach this differently. So he broke down the process of cleaning the filter into steps. Okay. What are the steps? I got to take the filter out. I got to rinse it. I got to wash it. And then I put it back in for the coffee maker. So Instead of badgering his son about it, he's like, he went to him and said, Hey, it would be really awesome if you would just, when you make coffee in the morning, could you just pull out the coffee filter and put it on the counter? It's like, sure, dad, whatever. Like that sounds easy enough. Right. So the next morning, some miracle happened and he did it. The son took out the coffee filter and set it on the counter. Sure. There was like coffee grounds all over the counter and it wasn't any better necessarily, but it was a step in the right direction. And so his dad learning this knowledge of I change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad. He went and he walked by the son's room and he said, Hey, thanks so much for taking the coffee filter out and putting it on the counter. Like I asked, that was amazing. Like really appreciate it. And his son was like, whatever, dad, it was not a big deal. Like, <laughs> like, why are you being weird about this? But just that one little positive thing of, Hey, I'm going to encourage you in, in the simplest task possible, something I know you can do that, you know, you can do. And the next day, after a couple of weeks of doing that, he asked him, hey, would you mind just if you take it out, just rinsing it out and leaving it in the sink? And the next day he realized that it was still in the coffee maker. And he was like, dang it. Like I, I went, I shouldn't have gone too far, too fast. Like I blew it. But then he realized that the son had not only taken the coffee maker out, rinsed it, he had washed it and put it back in the coffee maker. So it was just like this hurdle that led to a ripple effect of positivity that changed their relationship. They were able to build on that, go to family therapy, and the son is now holding down a job and making forward progress in his life. And you would think, did that all really come from a coffee maker? A coffee maker <laughs> cleaning? And, and and the answer is yes. Well, it wasn't that. It was the behavior that changed. It right. was the attitude. Right. The, the, attitude. An, the, the answer is yes, because... Anything is enough in that positive momentum. It's like, yeah, you take one step. And here's a great quote from Martin Luther King that really tells this. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. 
If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. That's the point here is instead of trying to fly right now, figure out how to crawl. What's the next thing you can do to just keep moving forward in a positive direction towards this better future you desire? And that's what we teach people. And that's what we're learning ourselves through all this examples and testing and practice is, is how to really change our lives. The key to transformation is in choosing a different approach and a different attitude to everything that you do. If what you've been doing up to now is being frustrated at everybody for not doing what you want uh, and it hasn't changed anything, well, clearly that's not working. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not clear though. That's the point, right? Is it's not always clear that that's not working. That's so, true. I like this mentality. Working harder is trying to 2X your efforts, right? But seeing and thinking differently is how you 10X your efforts, right? Yeah. Too often we just like, oh, it's not working. So I need to like double down, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I need to get more angry. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And, and it does actually lead to more because it's more intense. But this thought of I change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad. It's a way to see things differently. It's a way to change my attitude because my attitude is everything. If I choose it, I, I feel there's truth in this. If I saw and thought about things differently, it would 10x the results rather than just trying to like grind harder. <laughs> well, and it goes right back to this. I've been thinking about this quote lately too, and I, I can't figure out who said it, but it was uh, do for one what you'd like to do for a thousand. And yeah. it's like what you're saying. So a lot of times this idea that we want to change the world is very overwhelming. If I'm going to do it, I want to go big. We got this quote out there that says, go big or go home. I think that's a flawed thinking. As a matter of fact, I think start as small as you possibly can, right? Because you know you'll actually do it. An action in the right direction is better than a dream, right? Like, <laughs> right. Uh, so, so rather than saying go big and go home and, oh, I got to help a thousand people if I'm going to help one then you're never going to do it because you're, you're going to have to try and figure out this big plan of how I'm going to help a thousand people all at once. Well, guess what? If, like, for example, I have an, uh, a neighbor who lives next to me who's an uh, elderly woman and she can't take her own garbage out to the street. So we take it out for her. And you would think, well, that's not a big deal, right? It's just like I walk next door, pull out her garbage and bring it to the street, <laughs> right? But it's a big deal for her and it's not a big deal for me right? It's easy to do, but yet yeah. it's a positive relationship building action that has ripple effects. She now considers us her best neighbors. It's like, all we do is take your garbage out. We're not that great. Right. But, but, but the fact of the matter is anything is enough in the positive direction. Okay. What can I do right now? Well, I can take her garbage out. And if that yeah. leads to something else where she's like, Hey, I need help bringing something into the house or I need, you know, Hey, could you pick some stuff up from the store for me? Now my wife does that for her. So it's, it's just this ripple effect of, of positive change. Momentum. Yeah, yeah. Positive momentum that leads to a strong relationship that otherwise you don't have. So it's amazing how small you can go at making change possible and having yeah. this, like you just said, 10 X, like do for the one, what you'd like to do for the thousand because you can do for the one. And then that might ripple into a thousand eventually. Mm -hmm. But if you try to go for the thousand up front, it's unlikely you'll ever do it. Yeah. In our course that we're putting out here, there's something we're going to talk about. It's called the upper and lower limit. 
right? And in a nutshell, it is when you set these goals, you need to have upper and lower limits. You need the lower limit that is like bare minimum that you know you can do. And when you do it, it's a win. And you also need an upper limit because if you don't have an upper limit, you fall into the trap of it never being enough. It's just never enough, which is discouraging. What happens is we, we live these lives of like you're sprinting or laying on the ground. You're either trying as hard as you can, or you're just overwhelmed and paralyzed. And <laughs> I feel like there's a better way. There's a happier way. There's a more successful way. So what I do sometimes when I find a quote like this that I really love, I will write it on a sticky note, put it on my computer, and actually make myself a background on my computer so that it cycles through pictures of my family, my wife, my kids, and these quotes that I found profound and like changing. But my wife's got one of those like vinyl cutters. I'm going to put this on the bathroom mirror because I feel like this is the lesson I need at the moment for the foreseeable future is I change best by feeling good, not by feeling bad and celebrate every win, right? Because yeah. in, in, in any movement toward where you want to go, or again, talking about like a spouse or children, any movement that is taken toward the positive you need to celebrate it. You need to find happiness in it, find joy. And I, and I honestly believe that that will 10x results other than my, my 2x mentality of just trying to grind harder, right? <laughs> sprinting thinking. and falling on the floor exhausted, right? Well, yeah, like why sprint if you're not ready to sprint? That's the whole point of what Martin Luther's saying is if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But just keep moving in a forward positive Well, nobody direction. can sprint all day. You know, <laughs> It's true, right? It's just not possible. And you're much better to serve at least one person than you yeah. are to try and serve a thousand and never do it. I wanted to read this quick blog from Seth Godin that recently came out like a couple oh, days ago. That's a good one. It's titled, and maybe it's enough. It says, to feel sufficient, to be satisfied with what we have, Chisoku in Japanese, of course, and I probably mispronounced that just, so you know, <laughs> of course, by some measures, that's never enough. We can always come up with a reason why more is better or better is better or new is better or different is better. Enough becomes a choice, not a measure of science. The essence of choice is that I, it belongs to each of us. And if you decide you have enough, then you do. And with that choice comes a remarkable sort of freedom, the freedom to be still, to become aware and to stop hiding from the living that's yet to be done. And I feel like in that is the essence of attitude is everything because attitude is a choice. And if you choose the right attitude, anything you do is enough. And so instead of feeling guilty that you're not doing more, start doing something and celebrate it. Like Sheldon was saying, I feel like winners count everything as a win and living in the gain really means counting everything as a win. And it's not living in a state of denial, but that's like counting every action you take whether the result is what you wanted or not as a win. Yeah. Because just like Seth Godin's talking about, if you choose anything you do is enough when you're working with positive growth. And when we start counting all this stuff as a win, it leads more, to more wins. <laughs> it, it, it leads to more wins. It seems easier. It seems fun. And then we stop comparing it to our future and getting discouraged. And rather we say, Hey, this is where I'm going. And I'm making positive motion there. Like if you're set a destination, for example, we drive to California quite a bit. So that's my example. But if you're driving to California, I'm not mad at myself because I'm not there yet. <laughs> right? Like I know there's a distance to go. 
it's going to take me a certain amount of time and I can only travel one mile at a time. And that's the same exact thing here. We're making positive momentum. Sure, it's a 12-hour drive from here, but every mile I go, I'm a mile closer. So anyway, celebrate the win, celebrate the miles, crawl if you can't walk, <laughs> just make this something you can do and that fuels you forward with positive feelings. Do you want to read this Paul J. Meyer quote to finish off? Yes. Okay, here it is. This is from Paul J. Meyer. I will not be denied attitude. I mean, that's an incredible thing to have. I don't look to my weaknesses. I look to my strength. I don't look to my problems. I look to my power. So it's all about attitude. I enter everything I get involved, no matter what it is, without giving mental recognition to the possibility of defeat. I have a no limitations belief in my creator, a no limitations belief in myself, and a no limitations belief in the other people, and a no limitations belief in what we can do together. Every day, it's that way for me. (laughs) It's a great quote. This is something that we are striving to live, and it is already changing my life. (laughs) I I don't want to speak for Sheldon, but I'm assuming the same for him. (laughs) So if you take anything from this, just know you change better by feeling good, not by feeling bad. How can they employ this? That's the real question. I think the way to do that is to celebrate the wins. See, Ben Hardy talks about this a lot. There's in, in terms of motivation in psychology, there's theory of approach and avoid motivation and avoid, we trying to avoid pain and avoid this negative consequence. It can be very powerful in the moment, right? But eventually the pain fades and it's, it's not lasting. But if you're trying to approach something, you're trying to approach a better future, a better self, a better relationship, you have a a goal you're working toward, there's lasting power in that. So for me, how I'm trying to put this into practice is instead of focusing on the, the negative, where I'm falling short, the pain of that, I'm going to celebrate the wins, no matter how small, no matter how small. In fact, BJ Fogg expresses this very emphatically, celebrate the tiny wins. And you'll be amazed at how much impact that has. Those little wins, even if it's just like, ah, the silly stuff. It's like, I wrote three sentences in my journal last night, (laughs) but I celebrated that as a win because it's been a while, right? (laughs) That's great. That was a step in the right direction. Therefore, it's a win. Dang it, it's a win. (laughs) Celebrate it. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a blast. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. If you liked this episode, please like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We have an exciting announcement. We are going to be launching a new course called the Habit Masters Challenge. It's a seven-day course that you do with a partner. So it's always two for one, and you always have built-in support. This course teaches you all of our favorite fundamentals for mastering the art of building habits so you can live your best life now. And for being a listener on our show, we want to make sure you get a discount or that you get it for free by joining our pre-launch list. You can get a link to the pre-launch list through our show notes or on our website at thehabitmasters.com. Let's not forget the amazing freebies we have on our website. The first is the Gap in the Gain book that you can get for free. It's the Kindle version from Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. It's an amazing book. Please check it out. It's free. And the next one is a free course from marriage and family therapist, Kevin Terrio, who has been doing it for 40 years. He gives you five essential tips to build or maintain a thriving relationship. Check it out if you haven't. 
The links are in the show notes. It's time to start living your best life. <laughs>